And, yep, he's here. I can't believe it. My buddy, Dr. John Torres, you remember him from Nine News, and now he's moved on to bigger and better things and a great success story at NBC in New York. Dr. John Torres. Dr. John, how you doing? Murph, I am doing great. I can't believe it's been that many years since we started. We started this whole thing together. Remember the podcast we used to do before we got on the radio? That has to be seven years ago, buddy. Uh, you know, that's amazing just looking back back then. And, and never in a million years would either one of us have predicted where we'd be now and what topics we'd be talking about, which is essentially the pandemic. Oh, yeah. And, it, it, you know, it's, it's crazy. You know, the things we talked about back then were health. They're health issues. They're important health issues that people needed on a daily basis and, and getting out good information. But, uh, yeah, that's taken to a whole new level now. Well, and I and I do give you full credit from uh, for the name of the show, No Copay Radio, which I did steal from you, by the way. Yeah, that's right. It's a, it's a great name. It, it says it all. It's interesting, though, because I do a lot of work out in NATO, working with special forces out there. And when I tell them, especially early on when I told them about the radio show, No Copay Radio, they had no idea what that meant. Because well, they don't have copays, they have they usually have you know national health service type uh, health care. So uh, yeah, it's just it's a very U.S. specific thing, but it's a great name. Are you still working with the NATO people? I still have. I'm still doing that. Uh, we we haven't done anything. Last time I went out there was in February. And for people who don't know, I work with NATO special forces, and I teach particularly medics, but just about any other special forces uh, throughout the 28 NATO countries and teach them a variety of different topics, leadership, and, and a lot of medical topics, including something called TCCC, which is Tactical Combat Casualty Care. It's basically how to, how to take care of people and stay alive yourself on the battlefield. And so, uh, you know, to me, that's a very important thing to teach those guys, and they, uh, you know, they're all phenomenal. But it's interesting. It gives me a great insight, and it really worked for the pandemic, a great insight into how things are working in Europe and not working and, and some of the lessons that we learned and didn't learn and some things they did well and didn't do as well. So it's been interesting. Do you still go over to Belgium for that? I remember you went over there all the time and brought me back some good beer. <laughs> I do go over there again. We, last time we went was in, I believe, I'm trying to think, because we went in February, but I think in February we might have gone. We started to branch out and go to a variety of different uh, NATO countries. And so I've been to Poland, been to Germany, uh, England. So, it, uh, yeah, so I think when, I think last time I went to Belgium was in February, and we obviously nothing happened since the pandemic. We're, we're hoping to start up again in uh, springtime, so we'll see. Well, that's good news. Well, let, let's back up a little bit here. Dr. John Torres with us. Tell what people you've been doing since you left Nine News, because people still ask you, whatever happened to that guy who was on Nine News, that Dr. John Torres, and i got to tell him the whole story. So why don't you tell them what's going on in your life, because it's a fantastic thing you're doing now. Yeah, it's interesting, because I get the same thing when I'm doing stories here in the Denver area or Colorado area. I'll get people coming up and like, well, you're not on Nine News anymore. I see you on NBC. So... Uh, Four and a half years ago, I believe it was, five years ago, I, I got contacted by NBC, and this is we're talking um, nightly news, the Today Show, MSNBC. They have a variety of different platforms, as they call them. And I got contacted by them to come out and uh, just basically talk to them. And at the time, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm kinda, I like what I'm doing here in Colorado. It's fun. Going out and talking to them, though, really opened my eyes because this is a whole new level. And I'm able – my the important thing, and Murphy, you know this from the beginning, you know, my important uh, mandate to myself is to bring a good public health message out there and get people information they can use 
that can make their lives a little bit better. And so when I went out there, I talked to him about that, and I said specifically, you know, I have a few – you know, this is great because it's a fantastic platform. And NBC News, you know, Nightly News with Lester Holt, by the way, he's a great guy. You know, the Today Show with Hoda and Savannah, they're fantastic. It's just a great crew, but also they have a huge audience. And we're talking millions of people watch those shows. And so it gave me another platform to bring it to a national level, that same public health message I was giving people here at Nine News. And when I talked to them, I said a couple of things. One of my, I'm not a reporter by training. I never have been. I'm an ER doc. And so I, I said early on, I'm, you know, I'm not a reporter. I'm going to give out information that I think people need. At the same time, I'm not going to sensationalize things. I'm going to use things that are based in science. And you will never hear the word miracle come out of my mouth. Because in medicine, there are no miracles. There are things, there are information based on science. And we can always figure out why something works. We might not understand why you know a certain disease is doing what it does, and we've learned that through the pandemic. But again, you know, and I'm talking from a scientific perspective, not from a perspective of you know my loved one is alive and that's a miracle. That is, but at the same time, there's usually a reason behind that. So I got to that level, and you know, there, there's pressure at the national level, you know, to get stories out, to make things, you know, just to bring them up a level so people really are excited to hear about it. So you have to really you know make sure you you carry the water on. The public health message, and that has really come to fruition throughout the pandemic because, as I tell people, up until the pandemic, I was on air four or five times a week, which is a decent amount for somebody at the national level. Throughout the pandemic, I've been on air four or five times a day. Uh, so this has been, and for obvious reasons, that this has been the, the message, this has been the story for the last 10, 11 months. So just, Murphy, I mean, you guys have talked about it continuously as well. You've done a great job, John. I knew when uh, NBC came after you, I told you to your face. I said, goodbye. I'll never see you again because <laughs> you're just that good. I, I didn't believe you. No, I know you did. And go, ah, I hate this place. I don't want to do anything. But, again, it's just it's another level. It's, it gets you another audience that you can talk to people. And, uh, and it, to me, the important part was there, there are some people. There are people on air that are great, and there are people on air that are not good, and there are – messages that get out there that are accurate and other messages that get out there that are not. And again, this is, this are things we've seen throughout the pandemic. And so my mandate to myself has always been to make sure that I get out an accurate information. I basically correct misinformation that's out there and give people, as I tell them, new, give you information you can walk away with that can make your life, the life of your loved ones, your family and your community a little better and hopefully get through this pandemic sooner. Yeah, you know, John, and I had a chance, uh, lucky enough to work with you for quite a few years, and uh, the best part of what you do, it's a natural gift because you have it, not many do have it. You can take a story that would maybe normally take, what, no, three, four, five minutes to explain, and you can do it in 30 seconds because that's all the time you have probably, 30 seconds, maybe 45 seconds, and you do a great job and you're right on. That's a, that's a real gift. Well, thank you, and you're right. That that was probably the biggest, and this wasn't going to NBC. This is going to news in general, and and that's why I like both platforms. Radio, I like it because what we're doing now, we get a very big chance to talk, and we get to explain things, and we get to, you know, our personalities really come out, and we have time to do that on TV, both at the local level when I was at KUSA in Denver, which is, you know, a fantastic station. I can never thank them enough, and then at NBC even more so. There's huge time constraints, and I remember when I first went, to KUSA, and they said, I, I have a story. I want to talk about this thing, and it's great. It's good information. i got to get people the information. And they're like, great, you have a minute and a half. I'm like, are you kidding me? 
can't tell this in a minute and a half. This is science. And and then, you know, fast forward 10 years later, they'll tell me, you know, you have three minutes. I'm like, what am I going to talk about for three minutes? I need a minute and a half. It, it, it just, it, you know, things change. But you find out, too, that there's information you get out there that they need that's very concise. But at the same time, I make things very understandable. And it, it goes back to when I was in residency. I was down at the University of New Mexico in Albuquerque doing my emergency medicine residency. And it might have even been med school, but it was one of the two. But we had an attending. And for those who don't know, attendings are like the boss doctors. They're the, they're the senior doctors that come through with you as a student or a resident and teach you along the way. And we had rounds. And every day we do rounds. And you basically get all the information on your patients and then literally the group. It was like a pod of doctors that would go around and, and give the attending the information, and they'd go, ask you questions and teach you, and you make sure you're, that the patient's being taken care of appropriately. And it, this one rotation I went on, and I can't remember for life which one it was, the attending said every now and then he would say, okay, you know, because you do a lot of things in doctor talk, which is its own language, and very, you know, very uh, a high-level language of a lot of names. As my friend said, it's like you're learning a different language because it's stuff that most people don't understand. But every now and then he would say, I want you to talk to me like you're talking to your 83-year-old grandmother. <laughs> and so we'd give, when, we present, when we present it to him, we'd say stuff like, you know, the patient is febrile, which in, my, in medicine means the patient has a fever. And so if you said the patient is febrile, he'd go, what? Yeah, oh, sorry, sorry. You know, Mr. So-and-so has a fever. Oh, oh I get that. And so you learn along the way how to talk to people in a, in a language they understand because we've all been to the doctor where you walk out going, I had no idea what they just said. Uh, and so, you know, my, my big thing has been to make sure that it's a language that people can understand. Yeah, it is. It's people talk. I always told you, you talk people talk, and that's important. It really is. We're talking with Dr. John Torres, formerly of Nine News, now with NBC. Uh, you got to, John, do me a favor when you get back to New York, because I know you're hunkered down in uh, Monument uh, broadcasting from home. Tell Lester Holt I love that guy. He's my favorite anchor. He, he really comes off being what you just said he is, very sincere and very honest. Yeah, he is the most personable guy, and he really and he really cares, and he cares not just about the people he works with, but the, the stories he does, the people that the stories touch. He's, he's very. I always tell people, I always tell them, I said, what you see on air is exactly who he is off air, except even nicer, and just uh, you know, I can't say enough about him. Ever since the day I walked in, he's been very accommodating, welcoming, and it's been great. And but I'll tell him, and he'll probably go, oh yeah, Murphy, I definitely tell Murphy Houston, I said hi. Yeah, well, that would be that would be great. Listen, <laughs> before I let you go here, and there's so many stories I wish I could hit all these months of the COVID, but let's get right to the crux of what's going on now, in your opinion. Is this vaccine safe? There's so many discussions. Should we be getting the shots when they come our way? Yeah, it's interesting because, the, you know, yes, to answer your question, the vaccine is very safe. The vaccine is very effective. And I have been following this since the beginning and since back in you know, January, February timeframe, I've been doing stories on the pandemic, the coronavirus, uh, this strange virus that we didn't really know what it was. And we are still trying to figure out when the World Health Organization was even going to come out with a name for it and listening to the experts, talking to the experts, um, you know, both on the record and off the record about the vaccine, you know, the big concern was always, you know, how safe is the vaccine going to be? How effective particularly is it going to be? And if you remember back, you know, springtime, even Dr. Fauci was saying, you know, yeah, we hope it's 50 to 70 percent effective. That would be a dream come true. And now all of a sudden, 94, 95 percent effective. If you look at the studies, 
the Moderna vaccine, 33,000 people, half of those, a little over 15,000, got the vaccine. The other half got the placebo with the Pfizer vaccine. It was 44,000, so you know, 20,000 plus got the vaccine. And looking at the side effect profile, it's been fantastic. You know, people get, and, and that's one of the messages I'm trying to get out too, is you are going to get some mild side effects like you do when you get the flu vaccine. You're going to get some arm soreness. You're going to get low-grade fevers. You might feel a little under the weather for a day. But everybody about a day and a half bounced right back, and they said, thank goodness I got the vaccine. Yes, there have been those stories of the six people that have had the anaphylactic reaction, but all six people had, except for one, had a history of allergies. And so there is some concern there. And all six people have fully recovered after getting treated in a very limited time frame. And so what the CDC has said is, hey, this is, if you can imagine, I think the last number I saw were like 2 million people had gotten the vaccine, maybe a little more than that. And out of that, six people had a reaction to it. That's oh, wow. a very, very low number for, for any vaccine. So it's a safe vaccine. It's an effective vaccine. And most importantly, it's part of what's going to get us, not the only thing, but it's part of what's going to get us out of this pandemic. So when people talk about, on one hand, I'm worried to get the vaccine, but on the other hand, I want society to open up. I want to go back to where I was before. You have to think hard about that vaccine because that vaccine is what's going to get us back to where we were before. It's what's going to get stores open. It's what's going to get us to be able to visit our grandparents for next Christmas. That is what's going to happen. So at some point, people are going to have to step up, and we need that herd immunity, which, you know, 70-plus percent of us need to get vaccinated, hopefully sooner rather than later, Murph. I'm ready to go, man. I'm trying to cut in line, but they won't let me. I don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put in a good word for you, but they won't let me either. So Yeah, well, listen, you got the power now, pal. Get me in there. Come on. No. Uh, right. My wife and I are definitely waiting to get the shot. I'm sure you're going to get the shot, and we need to do our part. But, yet yeah, we still, as I understand it, you got to wear a mask. you still got to social separate for a while until this thing really kicks in, correct? Exactly. And so the main thing is that herd immunity, which is 70 percent, maybe more of people needing to get the vaccine. And until that many people get the vaccine, everybody's going to wear masks, social distance, all that stuff, mainly because even if you've had the vaccine, what we don't know is how much it prevents you from spreading it. We know it prevents you from getting complications from COVID, but we're not exactly sure yet. And it's going to take months to figure that out. So in the meanwhile, you know, we think it prevents you from spreading it, but we're not exactly sure. So to be careful, everybody's going to have to do that. Plus, you don't know who had a vaccine and who doesn't. And so it's easier just to say everybody should wear a mask instead of, you know, people, uh, you know, there's no way to really identify who doesn't, who does. Uh, and, and essentially just keep everything under control. But if you hate masks and you're tired of them like I am and yeah. you want to be back to, you know, going out to eat and having fun, the fun we used to have in the past with friends and family and Murphy and I used to go out to eat and yep. have a great time, get that vaccine. And, yeah. and as one nurse put it, she got her vaccine and she said, Hey, basically, it comes down to a decision. Do I want the vaccine or do I want COVID? And so that's the decision you have to make. And, and for most people, it's like, get the vaccine. It's, it's, it's been shown to be very safe. It's very effective, which is great. Uh, and soon it's going to take a while to roll out. But once it does, and once it's your turn, step up. I like it. Nice way to end it. Boy, I miss you, man. Dr. John Torres from Nine News years ago, now with NBC, uh, keeping the world safe with all his professional and his great conversation with you, and you can really believe what he has to say. Let's connect again soon, my friend. Will do, Murph. Thank you very much, and thanks for having me on. I can't believe it's been seven years. Wow. Yeah, I know. We're not going to wait that long again now that you're in the basement hiding. I thought you were still in New York City. No, I'm in the basement. My wife lets me out every now and then. So. <laughs> what, does she throw food in the door and then just close it so you're safe? <laughs> That's it. Well, it's a little slot in there, but I haven't let her yet. So. <laughs> hey, John, thanks a lot, my man. Best of the family. We'll talk to you soon. Same to you, Murph.
Take care of yourself, will you? That's him. Way to go, my good friend, Dr. John Torres. Thanks so much for being here, and thank you for being here for Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston. Stay safe out there. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you next week.